listeners. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friend, Corey, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. My name is Bond, James Bond. My instructions were implicit. I was to leave for Jamaica in two hours, licensed to kill. Now you may be missed. You don't miss a thing. I decided to accept your invitation. I have to leave immediately. Just as things were getting interesting again. <laughs> Bond, 007, licensed to kill whom he pleases, where he pleases, when he pleases. From the elegant club rooms of Mayfair to exotic island night spots. Jump up, jump up. Good evening. Who pays you? You. Tell us. A strange adventure of intrigue, treachery, and love. Oh, Mr. Bond, I was thinking, why don't you collect me at my apartment? It's lovely up here in the mountains. Her directions were easy to follow, and she sent a few of her friends to make sure I didn't get lost. She thought I was dead, but I proceeded to prove her wrong. I thought it was always polite to knock first. Before shooting. Honey, from our very first meeting, was everything her name implied. She clung to me like a wet bathing suit. But business as usual came first. The pace was killing. I thought you less stupid. I could have had you killed in the swamp. And why didn't you? You damaged my organization. Unfortunately, I misjudged you. You are just a stupid policeman whose luck is run out. Maybe it was my luck. Up to my neck in hot water. Or something blowing up in my face. You live dangerously with the superbly resourceful James Bond. Exclusive screen dramatization of the book that has entertained millions of viewers. The exotic and tantalizing Dr. No. Some people will go to any extremes for a little privacy. in an open sky, a streak of gray, and a cheerful... Ah! A loop, a whirl, and a vertical climb, and once again, you'll know it's 
Rocky and Bullwinkle and friends. Starring that supersonic speedster, Rocket J. Squirrel, with his pal Bullwinkle the Moose, and a host of others. Hurry, Bullwinkle, the show's about to start. I'm coming as fast as I can. Wait to the people. This is John Smith. But your name is Bullwinkle. I know, but that's hard to spell. Hi, I'm Pat Simmons from the Doobie Brothers, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Welcome, you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can see me live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And if you missed any of our past shows, don't forget to check out the archive page, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. You can just Google NostalgicRadioandCars.com. Uh, we got a pretty good show for you tonight. we got a very special guest coming on. And uh, let's see, we got Thanksgiving coming up here in a couple days. So uh, how about a happy Thanksgiving, everybody? A big shout-out to some of our listeners. Uh, Steve's on there. Uh, I see Joe Peps up there. Hi, Joe. Uh, Kenny, Kelly, and uh, a whole host of other people. But at any rate, good evening, Bobby. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? So you're uh, driving the radio station tonight, right? Yes, as they say. All right. Well, big shout out to uh, Tommy. He's uh, driving radio home. Station. <laughs> That'd be nice. That sounds nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Anyway. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, let's see. What we do this weekend? Well, we actually, we're back on the uh, appraisal thing. So right now I've got a really cool car that I'm doing. It's a 1904. It's a replica. Recreation of a 1904 Thomas Flyer. Now, the 1904, 1905 I think it was the Vanderbilt Cup, which was one of the, really one of the first races here in the United States, took place in uh, Rhode Island, I believe, in that part of the world. And uh, it was started by, I think, the Sun and a number of other uh, people, wealthy people, industrialists and people like that, uh, in 1904. Now, racing had been going on a little bit, you know, turn of the century. There wasn't a lot of cars out there yet, but it kind of took place in Europe a little bit. But they decided to do one here in the United States. So I think if my memory, my history memory corrects, serves me, serves me correctly, that would have been the first one. So that's what we're doing. Uh, I will tell you more about that later. And the other thing I forgot, uh, big shout out to our friends over there at FLA Car Shows. If you want to know where all the car shows are, definitely check out flacarshows.com. And uh, if you're going to have Celebrate Turkey Day, don't forget to go visit our friends at the Rib Shack and get yourself a turkey because they're doing turkeys. Right, Bobby? They are. Um, our, uh, our guest is uh, actually... Called in would uh, like to speed things up a little, maybe. So. Oh, um, oh, 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 oh! Our guest is on the phone. Well, no, not yet, but. Uh, oh, okay. I said about five minutes. So okay. uh, Let's go ahead to the. Uh, well, anyway, the other thing I was going to tell you too is a uh, big shout out to our friends over there at Leadfoot Cities, and uh, that was last weekend. It's the third Sunday of every month. It's a pretty cool swap meet, and I've been going to that on a regular basis. And of course, for some strange reason, I miscalculated on my calendar and. It was this past weekend. But anyway, Tommy's going to – Tommy. Sorry, that Bobby. Tommy's a long way away. Tommy's a long that. ways away, so he can't do very well do much remotely. But Bobby is going to fire up the uh, turntable here real and quick. Do you want to go ahead to our second song or first song? Uh, let's go ahead and go right to the second song. All right. We got let's it. Let's do the second song. And uh, we'll, have, we'll be right back with our special guest for the evening. And we might as well, you know, go right to the interview. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgia Green Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
part in a band like the Stones. I need someone to back me up on vocal. Look at them. High heels. The Cuban heels. How come you never talked to me in high school? We talked. Once. You said something about the pencil sharpener. You have a good voice. I think we should all move to the village. There's a music scene there, not here. I could give a crap about music. You wouldn't understand being in a band. That's my true family. Your true family there. They're going to pay your enormous food bills, I assume. You got talent. Play seven nights a week, two shows a night. Call me in six months. We need to discuss what happens when you become men in a family. either just the now I'll buy dinner the haircut is too much to ask but you show up at that restaurant without a tie and a jacket you only gonna tangle my friend hi this is Tom Johnson of the Doobie Brothers and you are rocking with nostalgic radio and cars Okay, we're back, and it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. This gentleman is a rock legend. He's co-founder of the 60s band Traffic, but then he went out on his own with uh, a number of bands doing a solo gig and then hit songs like uh, We Just Disagree and Feeling All Right. I'm delighted to welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the legendary guitarist, Dave Mason. David, how are you? Uh, I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Pretty good, pretty good. Now, you are really almost on the other side of the planet, aren't you? You're in Hawaii. I am. You are? <laughs> uh, what's your weather like over there? We have uh, a, a balmy 75 degrees. In Hawaii, if I remember correctly, oh, no. I was there one time. It was kind of dry. It's actually not too bad out there. Well, it depends on what side of the island you're on. Okay. There are there are about there are about four different uh, microcosm climates here on this island. I'm Maui. Are you on, okay? Is that where you're at, Maui, right now? That's where I am. That's where you am. Okay. Well, David, yep. I am. Uh, yes, sir. I got to be. I got to tell you, I'm a huge fan of yours. And I'll tell you what, it was right around the mid '70s, early '70s. I was tooling around in one of my cars because I'm a car guy, and uh, okay. I heard your rendition of "All Along the Watchtower." And I got it, and I played it okay. a few minutes ago. That is actually one of my favorite songs. The way you did it, that's a great well, talk. So, give us a little background well, on you. on on uh, your connection with Jimi Hendrix and that particular song. Well, I was I I played acoustic guitar on his version uh, on Electric Ladyland. Um, we kind of knew each other a little bit in same studio and stuff. So, kind of got together, and I finished up playing the acoustic guitar and singing on Crosstown Traffic. And um, and then, uh, you know, I did actually a couple of other things with him. Um, so that's kind of where that started. And then I thought I would, um, uh, uh, you know, do a version of it uh, myself. Because it's fun to play live. And... So that's basically, you know, what, why, and it's a cool tune. It is. Bob now, Dylan. Yeah, um, and, he, and his version's real slow, uh, but uh, Jimmy kind of tweaked it up a little bit. But you, well, it, it's not, yeah, his version's not slow at all. It, it's kind of like got a little gallop to it uh, huh? on originally on the John Wesley Harding album. So it, it's, um, it's actually <laughs> Jimmy's version and his rhythm is, Groove is not that far off, actually, if I think about it. In 1970, you kind of went out on your own, and uh, you had a, your first album, and Alone Together, and we are now 50 years later, and you've basically got Alone Together Again. So it's a celebration mm -hmm. of your 50th anniversary of your original album. Tell us a little bit about that, how that came to fruition. 
Well, yes, it's finished up being a 50th. Uh, I kind of didn't start that way. I mean, I started working on some of the tracks quite some time ago. Uh, just for my own amusement, partially also. Uh, all the original masters got lost in the... Um, in the Universal had a, a big fire two or three years back, uh, and a bunch of masters were burned. So... I'm sure they have digital copies, but uh, so that's partially why I, um, you know, got into uh, doing this. But then I, it started to get close to this 50th anniversary, and we decided to put something together. And, and the, the the songs still hold up, I think. Oh yes. So, um, and and it's very close with my road, mostly it's with my band, so it has a very live energy to it. Um, and um, it was like I said it was getting close to that 50th anniversary so I thought well alone together again why not okay very good you know what's interesting is we're here in Clearwater Florida and you are tentatively scheduled I think April 23rd to uh, (laughs) play live here in Clearwater Florida at the Capitol Theater I I believe so yeah so uh, with a little luck we'll get an opportunity to meet each other maybe what we'll do is we'll do a little uh a uh, little early promo for you, but I figured I'd throw that in right that, now. That would, so. that would be great. That would be great? Okay, super. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, your uh, guitars of choice, I mean, you're pretty much an electric guitar guy, but uh, I was looking at, watching a number of videos, and I've seen a number of videos, and you play both uh, um, acoustic six-string, and I see you a lot with a 12-string. Mm-hmm. Um, any preference, like when you're songwriting, do you like? Are you like a lot of musicians? You kind of like have your your go-to guitar is, is an acoustic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I mean is, the yeah, song has to uh, a song has to stand up just that simple and be good to even begin doing anything with it for me. So. What comes first, the music or the lyrics? For you. It depends. Depends. It, it, yeah, either or. Here's a question um, I had have to ask you because we've had a number of musicians on our show. In fact, we had the um, the um, guitar tech for Eric Clapton on our show a couple times, and uh, Lee Dixon, he's a pretty cool guy. And we were talking because he's kind of a songwriter kind of guy. But we're talking about musics and and talent. And the one issue that we got into was ratings. You know how they always rate these guitars: who's the greatest, who's the best, and stuff. And for uh, me, okay. <laughs> for me, the jury's still out on that because it's it's either you have it or you don't. All you guys are the professional, yourself included, and you're a great lead guitarist. Um, um, your well, thoughts on you. that? Yeah. I'm, um, I mean, it's just it's apples and oranges. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, um, there's a lot of great guitar players. You know, I. They, as I keep as I keep saying that there's there's an enormous amount of great guitar players. There just aren't any more Jimi Hendrixes. <laughs> well, see now he keeps getting rated as as the best, and I mean, he had a style. No. But I don't. Go ahead. Well, that's my well, that's my point. My point is that what he did with it, what he the places he took it, and uh, how he used it. Um, you know, like I say, there's a lot of great players. There's a lot of great players. I put on the um, uh, the jazz music channel on Spectrum, you know, and there's one one player after another. <laughs> and they're great. And there's a lot of great rock players. And then there's the players that, you know, play, you know, you know t- 20 notes when they could have probably played three. <laughs> uh, you know. So, you know, it, it, it dep- I'm, I'm about my thing. I mean, my... Like Hendrix, actually, we we my my one of my all time favorites is Albert King. Okay, blues. I mean, it, it, well, it's just it's the tone. It's what he does with it, mm-hmm. and it's the tone. Otis Rush too, great tone. Um, but then I can go to Kenny Burrell, or I can go to uh, Wes Montgomery, or and then they went to about incredible guitar players. Then go research Benitez de Plata. Is not alive anymore, but um, but he would have been originally from the Camargue, probably the what the original sort of Gypsy Kings, 
I mean, there's, there's, you know, it depends on what you're talking about when uh, this is the best and that's the best. And then it's, you know, they're all good <laughs> in some way or other, you know. Well, I think I agree with you. I think what it is, it's a total package. It's the song. It's the writing. It's the, 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 the whole presentation, everything, you know. So it's like, the, you know. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's when you get into, you know, who's who. Right. It's how the whole, whole deal goes together. You, uh, we, I started to ask guitars. What, do you have uh, 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 electric guitars, for example? I know that uh, I see you playing a lot of strats. I see you playing tellies. Yeah. What is you? Which gu- guitars do you kind of gravitate to? Well, you know, I've been strat since I was fourteen years old. Okay, <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> it's been all about a Stratocaster, but I use. But I it depends. I mean, I in the studio I use use a Les Paul for so for stuff for solos uh-huh. a lot, um, but I don't like it for, for stage. It does I, I, it doesn't sit right on me. Okay, uh, but I just love the Strat. The Strat. It's, it's a great piece of art too. <laughs> it just, I will yes, I have to agree. Strat's probably the I don't know. It's just it's, probably, it's, it's cool guitar. Yeah, I mean it, it'll it, you know. It's, it's amazing. Think a guy, a radio repairman, um, designed to build that. <laughs> yeah, interesting, interesting. And it was supposed to be just a cheap production guitar. And then uh, we had Dick Dale on our show a couple years ago, and he kind of with uh, Leo Fender, they got together and kind of, you know, yeah. kind of developed that guitar and made it what it is today. Yeah, and it was, yeah. it's the yeah, it's weapon of choice. Very cool. Now you were involved with a company there. What it was, RSK Guitars, a few years back. Are you still involved with them? Yeah, RKS. RKS, okay. No, yeah, well, the, not a great story. <laughs> those, right. those probably those became the most expensive guitars I've ever owned. Oh really? <laughs> or don't own? Or I should say, don't own. <laughs> um, I mean, you, it was a great idea, and it was a great thing. It just. It's just uh, the partner just sort of, I don't know, just went overboard. And well, he was an industrial designer, so he took it to the next level, you know, just beyond yeah, guitar. Kept, uh, this, uh, yeah, exactly. It was just, <laughs> I mean, great, a great designer, but it just... So it just yeah. Anyway, <laughs> another story. So I got to ask you this question. This is so much. This is a question somebody asked me to ask. Uh, I guess. So I'm going to ask you this. I want to see where this goes. If Dave Mason were to ask Dave Mason a question, what would Dave Mason ask Dave Mason? Oh, God. <laughs> That's the standard reply. That's where it starts. Oh, gosh. Well, I never thought about that. I really, I mean, why would I? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, do I do I sit down and give myself a good talking to occasionally? And say snap out of it, yeah. But that's you know, I don't know what that would be. Well, like for example, I mean, what would you want to know about Dave Mason? You know, um, I already I already know everything I need <laughs> to know. So it's a kind of, you know, it's an obscure question to me. Okay. So, well, my uh, my son's here. He's uh, co-produces a show for me he, or with me. So uh, he's got a question. Well, I was just chiming. I was saying the, the way the question is kind of asked is. Um, because uh, because a lot of you hear a lot of lot of the same questions in an interview. What w- what would you think is different uh, to ask a musician or whatnot? I guess. Yeah, well, I actually have done oh, that before. Well, I guess it, I you know if you're going to go there, I guess obviously you're going to ask questions that are uh, either on a more personal level or beliefs or what books have you read, movies, you know, got well, your recipes, got oh, yeah, your, well, you know, well, to, you know. Yeah. Okay, well, kind of you're going, you know, it's like, I don't, we don't get really get into the personal stuff, but in other words, since this is more of a human interest show, and we're kind of like a casual interview, you know, so many times these people get interviewed and they rehash the same old questions. So where I'm sure. going with this is, yeah, yeah. what what would Dave Mason like to talk about? What would you like to share with our listeners? What do you want people to know about you? You know, or if you want to talk about uh, 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 some of the band people you play with, some of the sessions, some of the songwriting, you know, things of like that. I mean, you know, kind of along the line of, of your profession, obviously, or if you have a hobby or something like that, you know, just let people know. Well, I'm just, I mean, basically most, you know, I, I can tell you that I'm working on, finally, after getting badgered by everybody over the years, is finally 
putting a uh, should have a book out next year. Okay. Um, so uh, everything you wanted to know about Dave, well, pretty eh, pretty much, but <laughs> will be somewhere in there. Um, so I'm working on that, um, and that's pretty much. And the rest of it is quite honestly, I'm. You know, the thing is, I'm the one thing. You know, I don't know if you've seen the uh, uh, "Feeling All Right" video that Dave Mason and the Quarantines did. Yes, I did with John McPhee and with uh, Tom Johnson and Mick Fleetwood. Well, with all of the Doobie Sammy, Brothers, yeah. Mick Fleetwood, Mike McDonald, and Sammy Hagar. Yeah. So you know, the thing is, I'm I'm sitting out this whole damn thing like everybody else. Okay. And, as a musician, you know, we'll be we'll be probably in the last kind of group to go back to work. So, and, and the weird thing is that the great, the quarantine thing probably would never have happened had it not been for this situation that we're going through, mm -hmm. which is, you know, if you get lemons, make lemonade. Yes, very so, good. Um, uh, you know, so I'm kind of just, Fortunate in that I have, you know, I had a place here in Maui that I bought a number of years ago, and and so I can come here, and and if I'm going to sit this out until I can get back to work, this is, <laughs> I'm blessed. I got a, uh, I have an amazing place to be. But on top of that, you know, I'm 74, and I've I've been doing this since I was 18 years old. So frankly, to have this. Whether it's forced <laughs> um, is for me actually. It's for me. I get to turn it into something productive because I, I, I at this point I need a mil. I need the million mile, the multi million mile overhaul. So, <laughs> <laughs> now these. So th this gives me a great opportunity to deal with you know personal stuff, physical things. Just at my age, you know, because I don't. I like to keep playing for a while, and and singing. So, um, that's kind of, I guess, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay. How about uh, other virtual performances? Have you been involved in any other ones? No. No, just this one. So, do you think you're going to do more? Because actually, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, I've seen a few of those. I've watched those a little bit, and uh, I think that's a well. Yeah, well, not certainly not like that. You know, it's um, I, I had you know kind of knew those people, so it was easy. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I say easy. I mean, getting artists together is like it's kind of like herding cats. So, <laughs> um, uh, but we did. So to try and do something like that again, eh, I doubt it. Will I? do some things I mean I do once a month try to do a Facebook thing that people can come on mm -hmm. and sort of talk about some stuff and I'm going to have some coming up in the future with hopefully some other I'm going to do with uh, maybe Mick will do one with me Fleetwood and um, a couple of other artists so stuff like that and, and really just getting you know like I said I'm just I'm trying to get myself all at this age ready for when we get back out out there, which I I hope will be next April. Okay. Well, now let me ask you this: for so over the years, you've done a number of albums, you've done a number of concerts. As you get older, yeah. and we'll just kind of go there a little bit, when you, you still love to perform, do you like doing the smaller venues? I mean, are they do they do they seem more intimate? I mean, do you and and do you interact kind of like a little bit more with the fans? Does that is that you know? I it, you know I guess for me it's, it's as long hopefully it's a, hopefully it's a sold out audience wherever it is, mm -hmm. and uh, and I'm just happy that there's. Uh, that there's there's people out there. I mean that they're they still come and still respond to the music. Uh, it, it it it'd be cool to try and reach more younger people because the young, like you know, a seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty year olds, the smattering of them that finish up coming with somebody or something are always kind of like, wow, man, that was like 
<laughs> it was like really good. So, um, there, like you know, for me, there is the, the concept. Here's some, you know, there is no old. There is no old is. They're either just it's either good shit or it's not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, it's funny you talking about that a little bit because I was reading an article or maybe it was a, an interview you were watching, and you and you made a comment in there which was a very good one. It says something to the effect that a radio station, if there was a radio station out there, and we're live radio here, obviously in Clearwater, Florida. Right. And uh, because yeah, I, I you, hope I didn't, I did. I hope I didn't get you an FCC calling on that. No, no, nobody <laughs> paid any. Nobody paid any attention, and <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, that went right over everybody's head. Went over mine. But at any rate, but it's kind of like you made a comment, and it was something like the the disc jockey said, "Hey, here's a da- classic Dave Mason song," and then right after that, they said, "Here's the latest from Dave Mason," and that's actually kind right. of interesting because you know if they did that now once in a while they play some of the the better radio stations that don't have a commercial programmer for example you know which some of the big you know the big you know conglomerates mm-hmm. have but let's say like a small independent radio station like ours for example and we've got a couple right, of guys that right. do some shows that's exactly what they do and 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 us older guys tune into that my son's 23 he just graduated from the university of central florida and he's also kind of in the entertainment world and he's kind of covid out right now they can't do much and uh, right. so, but he's. God, I'd hate to be that age with this going on. <laughs> <laughs> but Bobby, <laughs> Bobby knows just as much about the vintage classic music as I do. In some cases, more because he grew up around it. So you know, you're you're kind of a product of your environment, and you're influenced by that. So that's where I'm going with this. Because just like you made a comment on one of your interviews, there, sure we have the internet, we've got YouTube, and we got all kinds of stuff, but you can't find anybody. You know, but right. but I everybody mean, tunes into radio. Well, radio is still a very powerful uh, media. Yes. Um, and, and, and so, like, yes, it's one of the big things that, of course, you know, when we were actually, you know, could actually sell records, I think, <laughs> is, is, but part of it was there were DJs, there were people there, they were like, hey, man, check this out. Yes. You know, and, and it was cool, and there was somebody there, and, it, you know, you could... So, and and I and that's missing. It's just sticking a cart in and going out for half an hour to whatever smoke or do whatever. Come and stick another one in. In there's there's no there's no. That's why I think talk radio partially got so big because there's there's somebody for the listener to respond with or yell at while they're driving. <laughs> you know. It's, it's, but I, yeah, it's just it's just so crazy that they don't that, that that's not there um, to me. But you know, you're involved I'm in just, a, I'm just, Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say you're involved with a uh, charity, Little Kids Rock, and uh, so that's, well, well, yeah. Well, actually, I I was asked to be part of it many years ago. Okay, and I support it. Okay, um, I can't say that I really get actively involved. Um, my main one that I that I really when I can when I'm on the road is my uh, Rock Our Vets, which is my vet, vet, veterans charity. Okay. So that is more. I mean, we support. I mean, we're small. You know, we just have a friend out on the East Coast that runs it, um, and uh, we auction off a guitar when I'm on the road on the East Coast. Uh-huh. Here and there, and then we don't just look for donations. You look for you look for things because um, we support a mil- military, of course, and but all uniform services. And it's a pretty much it's we, we everything other than the odd thing here and there, papers, paper clips. You know, we everything goes where it's supposed to. It's not okay. We are a 501c3 but but it's all volunteer so there's no money going into anybody's pockets here at all okay let's uh let's go back uh, a few years and all the years you've been performing um and you you performed with some amazing people i mean you know when you talk about john uh george harrison mccartney uh, people like that 
and uh, and you were uh, part of the band there, um, Delaney and uh, Bonnie, which they actually Delaney had a couple. And Bonnie, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. are there some other musicians over the years that you kind of would have loved to teamed up with and didn't get a chance to, and you might still be able to? <laughs> Who would they be? Um, well, the, the actually the only one that I immediately is Bonnie Raitt. Okay. I've been. I would love to have done something with her. So when you when how difficult is it for an artist, for example, like someone like yourself, to reach out to other artists to say, "Hey, look, we'd like to do something." And of course, I know we're gonna. I, I didn't really want to go there, but I guess we could. Is for example, you and Stevie Winwood, you know, the originally founding members of of Traffic. You know, I mean, you know, you guys haven't done a concert together in ages, and you guys are the last <laughs> ones there. But and that was some great times. And but. So where I'm going with that is not just Stevie, for example, but, you know, other artists out there, you know, to for you as an artist to reach out to other artists to say, hey, let's get together and collaborate. <laughs> well, I suppose you can you, you can ask, you know, you wade through their management and the rest of the people around them and uh, try and get a response. Uh-huh. Uh, it helps. It's a, you know, with the, with the video feeling all right, I, I had a direct you know relationship in some way with with the doobie brothers with mick fleetwood because i was in fleetwood mac for two years that's true yes um so um that was easy Mm -hmm. other artists not you know everybody's so spread out they all got their own things going on and and um so it's you you can try but it I, and you, you can always, let's put it this way, you can always ask people, you can say yes or no. <laughs> um, some of the other things that you do is like, well, you never really didn't get into kind of like some of your hobbies. So like in your spare time, you know, besides writing music and stuff, and I know you used to be, you had a place either in California or in Northern California, or maybe it was Nevada or something like that, and you, obviously you're, you're, in, you're in Maui right now. I mean, so what are some of the other things that Dave Mason does in his free time? What other hobbies, constructive things do you do? Um, to be honest, right now, yeah, not a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm... <laughs> I'm busy doing nothing, and I'm busy just kicking back and relaxing and being in, being in this beautiful, being lucky enough to be in this beautiful spot and and just enjoy it, uh, being here. So, and you know, there's there's a little bit of a this though there's very there's very little if, if any, I think there's probably there is no COVID here on Maui. I mean, they're pretty strict here. Uh huh. So, but we but we still have restrictions here, and there's not a lot of things open. Okay. So you know, the, the, it, it, you go. I'm not. The weird thing is, I'm not really a beach guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh huh. So it's um. But my wife is, and great place for her, and she. So. Um. But yeah, not a lot. I mean, I, to be honest with you, like I said at the moment, at, at this point, at this age. I, I'm kind of just focusing, like I said, on getting that multi-million mile service done. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right. Well, let's just go back to your uh, Wonder Bread days. Um, yes. When you were growing up in England, anything like that. I mean, what were some of your influences back then, and what drove you to the guitar? The shadows. The Shadows, oh, okay, Keith, uh, Cliff Richard, oh, yeah. and, and those guys. Hank Marvin. Hank Marvin, yeah. Mr. Fender Stratocaster with uh, Apache. Exactly, exactly. Many, many hits, except here in America. They were huge all over the world, except uh-huh. here. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, now, somebody said Cliff Stort's getting ready to start touring again. Who? Cliff Richard, you know, with the original Shadows. Oh, Cliff Richard, oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I heard something there. I'm not sure. But, uh, well, Well, Hank Marvin, he's evidently down in Australia. I think that's where he's living. And then I think... uh, Perth, evidently, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that was my whole... Yeah. I was just... Gotta have one. 
Now, when <laughs> you, you oh yeah, well, like, well, now the sixties was fifties, sixties was kind of an interesting period. So, like, were you ever into cars and motorcycles? I know a lot of the European kids, you know, back in the day, they were into motorcycles and stuff. Were you ever into that? No, I know your your car show, but I have to um, say, unfortunately, I'm I'm not a car enthusiast. Okay, though I have though I have owned um, you know several cool cars. I'm I mean where I grew up, they they make they make the Morgan like eight eight yes. miles away from where I where I grew up in Malvern. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah. So. Um, that's that's that, but I've let me think about what I've got, what I've gone through. Several different Mercedes, even up to the that big, beautiful six hundred they used to make. Oh, really? You had one of those? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Rolls Royce. Um, <laughs> let me think. What else? Rover. Um, and then, for, and then for the last few years, yeah, um, I've um, um, oh god, I've been um, been driving pretty much. I've been driving different versions of Acuras for for quite a time. Okay, um, believe it or not, and but here in Hawaii. I have uh, one of those little BMW electric cars. Oh, really? Kind of goofy-looking little thing. Kind of cool. <laughs> but for here, it's perfect. I mean, where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on an island. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, Did you ever... Uh, now, you play the guitar. You're very good at it. You're very well... Uh, you know, you... I mean that's that's your uh, your your tool so to speak, and uh, yeah. but do you play any other instruments besides the guitar? Mm, well, and I fooled around with sitar early on, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but no, I wish. You wish. When you play the guitar, do you use any special effects? Does your guitar set up differently? Do you use any special pickups? Do you down tune it? I, well, my strat. Well, my strat is. Um, it's a, it's a custom Hank Marvin model, believe it or not. Oh, it's red. Red? Of course. Red. Red. Of course absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be red. Yeah. Um, and I had the the three knob situ- configuration changed. Okay. Because the one thing with the strat for me was when I'm playing it, I found that I keep hitting the volume knob. Yes. And, and it keeps turning it down. So I had that removed, and I had um, a, a, a Seymour Duncan humbucking pickup put in at the bridge, uh-huh. and just moved the knobs down to two, a volume and a tone knob. And that's that's what I uh, that's my strat. That's your strat. And, I, and my road rig is a uh, is a Bob Bradshaw rig. And what what's is, that? Well, it's a, they're custom-made rigs by a man named Bob Bradshaw. Uh, I think it's TC Electronics. Um, very cool. Very the best, I mean, of anything. And I run them through uh, two Fender Blues Deville amps on stage. Just, But I bypass <coughs> all the preamp stage in the amp because I already have that in the Bradshaw rig. So I can switch from clean to crunch to lead to, or any setup you want actually okay that's the way he, he builds the board it's interesting how and you then, go ahead yeah and then, well i was going to say uh, in the studio though i may probably i'd probably be more inclined to uh i use it but I, i'm probably more inclined to just use it you know straight into an amp okay um, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Hank Marvin was a, a guy that had a lot of influence on you. Um, I was watching an interview with Mark Knopfler, and Mark Knopfler is the same way. Hank Marvin was a big influence on him, and he also right. has a red yeah. Fender guitar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Hank got a lot. It was, he was probably a lot for a lot of us early on. Well, now, did you ever get a chance to meet Hank Marvin? Never. Never? Never, I wish. Now, is there a guy you'd like to play with sometime? 
play along with? Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. Now, I was watching another interview with you and Mark uh, Farner from Grand Funk and Rick Derringer. Have you played now with those guys before, too? Oh, God. Well, I've played with them before. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... but we've done shows shows in the past together. Yeah. So when you get two really, when you get a whole bunch of really good guitarists on stage, how do you work that out? I mean, because I know sometimes you play lead, sometimes you play rhythm, sometimes they play lead, sometimes they play rhythm. How do, you know people? You watch that, you watch the video, and you listen to the music, and it's kind of like you go back and forth. But you guys jam very well. I mean, it's kind of uh, it's jamming, and it's it's just really kind of cool because there's this camaraderie, there's this uh, synes- uh, um what's the word? It's this kind of synthesis. That's well, it's like- yeah. yeah, it's like a dance, you know, you just do your, I mean, you, you say your piece and, and hand it over, <laughs> you <laughs> get up, or, you know, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it, I mean, if, you know, when you have people have been doing it for a long time, um, you, 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 you get to know, it's like the video of Feeling All Right, I mean, everybody was in different locations around the planet. Basically, uh-huh. um, but it but it came out as if we were all together. Actually, the way the music is, the the, the track is just really tight and, tr- and, gr- and great energy. So, but that's because you got, probably because you got a you know a bunch of people have been. I mean, it's our profession; it's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of know what the situation calls for. I guess. Um, another question I want to ask, because I just got a text here from somebody. They want to know, do you collect guitars? No, not really. Do I wish. You? I should have. If uh, I'd have known what my, well, I, if I'd have known what my Fender Sunburst guitar that I had when I was 16 would be worth now, I would have kept it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially, was it early, what year was it? God, I don't know. I forget what. Late year. 50s, early 60s? Well, I was early 60s, yeah. Okay. Interesting. <clears throat> well, okay, so... But no, I don't, re- I don't really co- I don't really collect. I, mean, I, have an, I have a little sort of, you know, I have a little collection of things that I um, can use and... And that I like, but I but I, I'm not really a collector. Collector. Some people are. Okay, we got about a minute left. What's your all-time favorite song? No, that's impossible. That's impossible. That's I mean, I, not the title. That's impossible to say. Oh, is it really? So, yeah. I mean, I just too, there is no all-time favorite song. Do you? <laughs> that's like all-time favorite movie. You yeah, I'm sorry. All-time favorite dish. No, that's it's really. It, well, I mean, no, there's not one song that you're uh, is like above all the rest. It's, it's impossible. Okay. Not to think that. It, it, no, it depends. It 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 depends on the the situation and the mood and the time. Okay. <laughs> If that and this that if that's the that song is the right thing for that time, that's the best. That's the song. That's the song. <laughs> okay. It's it it's depends a, on what mood you're. It depends on what mood you're in. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, Dave, we are up against the clock here, but I truly enjoyed having you on the show. Probably have you again, again, if if this right. COVID COVID scamdemic or whatever you want to call it is over with. Uh, hopefully. It'll, be, it'll 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 whenever it'll be, you know. And then uh, but it'll be it'll probably be just another flu you're going to catch every year. <laughs> yeah, but what we'll do is when you're here in October in April. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you live in concert. Look forward to having you uh, as a guest on the show. And maybe if you're in town and we do our show that night, you can sit in with us. Okay. Sound good? Yeah, man. All right. Well, that's good. Well, Dave, is there anything you want to tell people here in sunny Clearwater, Florida? No. Looking forward to getting back down that way. Um, just um, I just want to mention that the, the uh, CD, by the way, that is available um, through DaveMasonMusic.com, okay, uh, which is the only place that the CD, the actual CD, is available, and there are there are signed copies, um, and 
get a couple for your Christmas stocking. You won't be sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Alone together again, the 50th anniversary again. of Dave Mason's first musical album. Dave, thank you very much. It's been a real treat having you on the show. Thank you, guys. Take care. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to you. Okay, buddy? You too. You too. All right. Thank you. Hey, I want to thank my special guest, Dave Mason, the legendary rock and roll guitarist and rock and roll Hall of Famer. So, Dave, take care. Thank you. In the meantime, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning into Nostalgia Weekend Cars. Don't forget, every Tuesday night here on the Tan Talk Radio Network, you can tune in for the most fascinating legendary names in motorsports and music, because we're going to focus more and more on music, ladies and gentlemen. Want to see some of the car shows? In the meantime, stay safe, drive carefully. Happy Thanksgiving, and love your family. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3.